Welcome to today's Life Coach Pod show. I have something a little bit different today for Motivation Monday, which I've decided is completely ironic since I don't know how the hell any of us are going to get motivated on a Monday if we're stuck at home and aren't actually serving in some way, serving the public good or doing an important job. Today, it is my day to um, bring up a topic and I am the guest and host. So that's what we're doing. But I want to remind everybody who's forgotten. It is Monday. It is a Monday. It's March. Uh, March. It's April 6th or, or March 37th, depending on which calendar you're keeping now, the stay-at-home calendar, which then it's March 37th, or if it's the real calendar, it's April 6th, because apparently we're just going to keep soldiering on in time. That's an important date because it means you have only four more days to get your property taxes in the mail, if you are so um, inclined. And also, it turns out, even though they postponed when our taxes are due, it's important to get them done because it affects your stimulus check. But a little bit more on that in just a second. I have some great guests coming up this week. I was going to talk about the financial options for gig workers and small business, but I actually found an expert. And so Sean is going to be here tomorrow to talk about those programs and what they mean. I know over the weekend, the small business one hit a ton of snags in that it couldn't be operationalized very well. So Sean, I hope we'll have the latest on that. She's not a reporter, but she's a CPA who's been following this and she does a lot of coaching and helping small businesses. So she'll be here tomorrow. I believe we're going to have Jordan at some point this week who is going to talk about growing up transgender. I just need to go back and check in with him, but he was up for talking about that because I'm watching different states make laws that make me want to pull my hair out. And, um, and so I think it's really important to put a human face on the face of what it's like to grow up as a transgendered person. And um, I watched him grow up, so it's an important story for me, and I want to share that with folks. And I'm really proud of Jordan for being brave enough to come on and talk about it. And then, of course, we have uh, Laurel Sutton, who I worked with years ago, but she's going to tell us about how names are created for products and for businesses and things. Um, you might just think you just pick something out of a hat, but actually there's a real science to it. And she has a ton of training and I loved working with her. God, I think it's been quite a while now, but I loved working with them. I was often the brand strategist to their naming expertise. So Laurel will be here and I just thought it'd be cool for folks to hear what, what happens behind the scenes when you have to come up with a name. So for today's time capsule moments, the first thing I wanted to talk about is the stimulus checks. So the word on the street or on the Google is that they are supposed to come out in the next two weeks, next one to two weeks, but that's only for people who have behaved well, have filed their taxes, have done all the things they're supposed to do as a good citizen and are in good standing and the IRS knows how to find you. If you have delayed your tax payment or ta filing your taxes, like some people I know, basically me, um, you won't get that check right away. It's $1,200, so it's not like you're going to spend it. I mean, it's not going to save your butt is what I'm saying. $1,200 is not very much, but it's important for people who don't have income. So I don't want to poo-poo it, but I do want to make you aware that the stimulus check is essentially your tax refund from next year coming to you now. That's all it is. So it's not free money. It's money that you're borrowing against yourself from the future, which is kind of dystopian as dystopian as everything else that's going on right now. So keep that in mind. Don't feel like you're getting free money. 
you're more likely if you're a gig worker or a small business owner to be able to get the free money through these loans. So that's why I really want to get that information to you because that's what's important. And then um, I wanted to talk a minute about Gen Z. These are the kids that follow the millennials. A lot of them are turning 21 this year, which is just, they were born in the late 90s, um, early 2000s, but they're of the 20 year old age. And they are, there's an article that came out in the Times about this generation, Gen Z. And the reason I'm bringing this up, even though there's no Gen Z's on the phone right now, or that may even listen to this pod. But the reason I'm bringing it up is that I want to have everybody make sure that they have Gen Z in their minds. If you know a kid in college or a college age, they are severely depressed. They are convinced they didn't have a chance before they started. Now they're facing graduating or not graduating. Many don't get to go through ceremonies. They've had to spend their 21st birthday with their parents in uh, stay-at-home situations, they, and they're facing climate change. They are severely depressed, and they don't see the opportunity in the future. So I think it's the responsibility of those of us who are um, older to make sure that we do everything we can to look out for them, to, to support them, and do everything we can to give them hope. Because as it says in the New York Times article, and it's called, um, I, if you want to go look it up, the, the article came out on May um, 24th, and it says, I just don't think we have the luxury to have dreams anymore. That's the sentiment um, of the Gen Z generation, that they can't have dreams. They watched the millennials come at the world and get called names and told they weren't doing it right, which is kind of ironic because it changes, as we all know now, every three weeks, the world changes. So I don't think there's a right and a wrong way to do it other than to potentially be doing your best. So if you look at this article in New York Times, it's opinion, but it's really good and it's very, uh, it, it's very relatable for anybody who knows somebody in their college years or their early working years, those young years, they are just really down. And imagine how down we feel and we have coping skills and we have a bank account and we know what we do well, pretty much. They don't have any of those things. So, okay, that's my commercial for Gen Z and the fascinating article in the New York Times. And then the last one is about the homeless. And, uh, and I don't care what your politics are, but if you're looking for something to do to provide some sort of service, consider looking into what your local community is doing to house the homeless during this time. In Santa Cruz, they, have, they are providing housing for the homeless. And what I saw instead on Saturday, as I was sitting there in the partial rain, as I noticed the home, I was waiting to get into a store, I had to wait till my number was called. But I watched what looked to me to be the, the most desperate of the homeless who clearly couldn't understand the message of get into a hotel room and be safe. Though That's who was on the streets and it was heartbreaking. And all I'm suggesting is make sure you figure out in your communities if there is some sort of outreach for the homeless, if they can get a room where they can shower and be warm and be safe and be washed. That will help all of us, honestly, in the long run. So there you go. Um, those are the things to look to. And now I'm going to get into something fun. But those are your time capsule moments for right now. On to more better, better things. So, so today is part one of building your personal brand. But today's, the, um, today's not going to be about your messaging, which is something we talk about in branding. Today's going to be really figuring out who you are and what it is that you need to be doing. And I think that's really important, especially right now as we have some of us, not all of us, some of us have extra time on our hands. Others of us are probably being worked to the bone. But while some of us have time on our hands, this is a really good time to check in and figure out what it is that you're supposed to be doing.
So we're going to start with why it's important, why you, you yourself, you sitting at home are a brand. The reason you're a brand is it really involves, or the reason to think of yourself as a brand is it really involves figuring out what makes you unique. So what is it about you that's special? And right now I'm specifically speaking to my mom who's never felt special, but there are definitely things about her that are special. Everyone has some things that make them special, the things that make you unique. And the reason you want to do that is you want to identify, it's almost like being able to tell your own story. What is it that makes your heart sing? So think about those things. The other reason you want to be, perceive yourself as a brand is it helps you build a reputation for the things you want to be known for. So who are you? What do you stand for? What can people count on you to be as you, as you move forward into the world? How do people know what it is about you that they'll come to? So that's another reason it's important to perceive yourself as a brand. And then um, it allows you to let yourself be known for those traits. So this happens a lot. You, you meet somebody and you're telling your friend about another friend and you say, you know, she's the one that, or she's always this, or I had a friend this morning who got um, really pissed about an argument she was having on Facebook and she messaged me and I knew really what was going on, even though that's not what she was saying, but what was really going on for her is that what she stands for and what she believes in is so fierce that somebody questioning her on Facebook and fighting with her about it was really like attacking her, her sense of who she was. And that's her brand. Cause that's, that's how I would define her. I would define her as someone who will fight to the death for you. And that's what was happening just on Facebook in a, in a, in an argument over where people should shelter. And that's, and we're seeing those arguments all the time, but that's think about how somebody might talk about you to someone else. So there's a personal brand podcast by this guy, Rory Vaden. I don't listen to it. You don't have to listen to it, but I'm just, want to make sure that I provide the source here about why personal and branding is so important. But let's get into really this exercise, which actually makes it kind of fun. So when you have your personal brand in place, uh, it, the reason it matters is that people connect with people. So a lot of folks go, you don't connect with a company. No, but this is happening so much. Sorry, I'm having crashing thoughts. But this is happening so much right now with the virus. People want to believe in someone else because of who they are, not necessarily what they know or what they do. So you can know the example I'm going to talk about, which is like President Trump. People want to connect with people. They don't want to connect with a business. They don't want to connect with um, a representation of a mass of people. Like you don't connect with a hospital. You connect with the doctor at the hospital. You don't connect with a real estate company. You connect with the realtor at the real estate company. People connect with people. And we all know this. It's easy to forget. And businesses would wish it were um, something that wasn't true. But the real And that's maybe, here's a good example. At airlines, Southwest finally got traction because you really don't believe in an airline. You just remember how you were treated. But Southwest started having airline attendants that were funny and, and, and self-deprecating and delightful. And Southwest, the brand, ended up benefiting from the humans they were hiring because people connect with people. So there's a good example of why who you are and why it's important to have a way for people to connect with you is so important because relationships really are everything. And those relationships can endure sometimes long after they should because of that people heart connect. Um, that's a good example right now. Just we watch some of the experts and some of them who people have believed in. And I'm going to throw out another one here. And I'm really now talking out of my, you know what. But for example, I'm watching Dr. Oz just get 
just blown apart in the media right now. Uh, and I think a lot of people believe him because he built relationships using television. People believed in him. But does that matter? Is the information he's conveying accurate? I don't know. But relationships for humans tend to be everything. So you really want to manage your brand. And then like for me, my big one is authenticity because if people are going to trust me, I've got to be truthful. So that's, that's my gig. And I'll tell you if I'm having a bad day, like this weekend. Um, fundamentally, this is important because we are all influencers and you may not believe that you are, but every time you convince somebody that your idea is the good idea, you're influencing. Every time you get your kid to put on their coat, your partner to um, eat better for their health, get someone to pick up the vacuum and use it. We're influencers all over the place. And so it's really important that you be trustworthy and be and have good relationships and be able to connect with people because you need to influence. And, and from that, of course, becomes this need that, that these skills and these, um, these values and these intrinsic traits are essential for you to be a leader. And you may again sit down and say, I'm not a leader. But the thing is, you probably are in places you're not looking. You may not be a leader at work. You may not be a leader in your church. You may not be a leader on, in your community, but you might be a leader in your home. And you might be a leader among people who look to you as experienced in the thing that you do, so among your peers. All of us are leaders in some area, and it's really important then that we are very self-aware and know what it is we bring to the party because it's essential for leadership that you know what you stand for and who you are. All right, I promised that this would be fun. Okay, so um, I'm gonna, normally in branding, I would dig into messaging and all those kind of things, and I think that's really important, and we're gonna talk about that in the future because it's a good time for us to all tune up our LinkedIn, to take a look at what it is we really wanna be doing, to make sure we're expressing who we are in the way we want going forward. But right now, I wanna start, because we have this unique moment in time with um, a we have a chance, those of us that aren't running ragged right now, have a chance to do some thinking. Even if it's while you're watching the 17th episode of the same show on Netflix, for me, that would be The Office. But uh, no matter what you're doing, you have some time to get that pen and pa pencil and paper together and do some of this thinking. Um, this exercise it will hopefully get you thinking. And don't be afraid to collaborate. You don't have to do this in one setting. You can sit down and write down what you think and then go like maybe you want to talk to somebody or see if get some other opinions and see if what you're thinking is really if what you've written down is really what you mean sometimes that's notorious we write down something but it's like no nah, that's not it i gotta get it better that's fine collaborate do all those things the first thing you need to do is get a piece of paper and a pencil if you don't have it right now it's okay listen and then you can go back and do this because of course this is recorded you're going to want to draw four columns i just drew them straight across the paper one two three four and um, I'm going to tell you what to write in each column. And in the first column, I want you to write down three things that you want most out of life right now. Maybe you just want to go outside. Maybe you need to give your mom a hug. Maybe um, you want to change your career. Whatever that is, you will in your first column. And when I did this the first time, this is going back a little bit, but when I did this the first time, I had written down I wanted financial security, longevity, meaning I wanted to live a long time. <laughs> ah, the irony. This was, this was a while ago. And that I wanted peace. And for me, peace was this idea of 
peace in relationships, peace in how the world was working. It feels like I tend to get kind of meta in my mind, but peace in this idea of couldn't we all work better together instead of constantly fighting all the time on every damn level. So those were my three in the things I want most out of life right now. You'll have three. The next thing you need to think about are the three things that you'd like to do in your lifetime. Uh, you could put on there climbing Mount Everest and God love you if you do, you're going to have a little trouble right now. Actually, I think some Chinese were doing it right now during the time of coronavirus, but it can be, these can be massive things or small things or a wish you've always had or whatever that is, but three things you'd like to do in your lifetime. I had written that I wanted to see, I wanted to experience true equality because that's something I have experienced a lot of inequality. I wanted to experience true equality. I wanted to watch my daughter thrive. That was one of my big ones. Like she's finally, finally a, an adult. And I know there's someone on the line who got to see her child thrive this week, her adult child thrive this weekend and it's everything. So that was a big one for me. And then the last one is I wanted harmony. I know that kind of goes with my piece in the first column and I tend to be a little idealistic, but I wanted harmony. And to me, harmony was the idea of things working well together. So not just peace, but that actually now gears fit together and the world started to find this way where we could uh, click into place and work well together. So whatever those things are for you, three things that you would like to do in your lifetime. And you can decide if that's in the next six months, nine months, a year, five years, whole entire lifetime, whatever that is. It's, you absolutely define what this means. That's, that was your second column. In your third column, this is going to challenge you maybe. You need to write down three things that make you unique. That's right. Why are you special? This is a hard one for a lot of people because you're going to sit that you are not allowed to say you're not special. Nope. Maybe it's a recipe that you make, or maybe it's how you know how to respond to a kid's wounded knee with a bandage instead of an ice cream cone. Maybe you tell the best stories or you run the fastest or whatever that is. It can be huge things or small things. It doesn't matter. It's three things that make you unique. Mine or my humor. I don't know if it makes me unique, but it's um, definitely unique humor. Uh, my leadership, I really do. I miss that probably the most of being staying at home is uh, leading a team. I've always loved leading Ugh. and suckers will always follow me. God love them. But uh, and then the last one I had is that I really appreciated my um, ability to put things together. I kind of call it my gestalt skill, but often I can hear things from different places and assemble them together into one solid package. So that, and that, that's probably my, uh, my, my meta skill maybe in a way because I can see connections among things and I've just always trusted that skill to be there. So those are my things that I put down that were unique. Other people can be leaders, so your skill, your skill doesn't have to make you unique to the expense of others. It just makes you unique for you. All right, that was column three. Now we will move to column fourth, four. <laughs> or column four, four or fourth, however you'd like to say it. These are three improvements that you can undertake. So it has to be doable. That's really important but it doesn't mean it can't be aspirational. So 
uh, let's say you want to undertake a job change. So you've been working in events and now there are no more events, but you want to do something else. What would that be? What is the improvement you can undertake? And it doesn't have to be the finished state. It could be the, I want to, the, the improvement you want to make is I want to find my, I want to discover my next career, or I want to find the thing that I can do from home. It can be all kinds of things like that. Again, you can define what it is. It's just an improvement that you can undertake. And I had, at the time, I had um, restore my self-discipline. So one of the things when you get laid off, and mine happened in 2018, but uh, self-discipline kind of fell apart for me. I lost that entirely. I have to say doing this um, daily podcast is everything to me because it's just a little bit of structure I need to then make me be organized in all kinds of other ways. So self-discipline was one. I had, um, divest, nobody in my family is allowed to laugh at this or that knows me. I had divest myself of crap. It is so interesting how this coronavirus has made that point so clear to me because I am, I, I, when I'm at my daughter's house, there's not much crap. In fact, it's brought a little bit more, but it's actually things I need. I went shopping at my house for the things I need, but it's amazing to me now that we're living this different life, how much stuff we don't need. Like there's just stuff. Our world is full of stuff in America and there's just stuff we don't need. What were we doing? We were bored, so we bought crap. I mean, sorry, I'm going to get on, I'll put my soapbox away. Anyway, that was one of mine, divest myself of crap. And the last one was to um, attract money. I've been very successful in that one, but there's always hope. But those were my three. The three things that I could improve was to attract more money, um, restore my self-discipline, and divest myself of crap. You can see they're really rangy. You can pick anything in the world, but that's what you want to write in your fourth column. The three improvements you can undertake. So the next part of the exercise, pretending that you did this right now, but nobody was prepared with pencil and paper. Uh, but if you're doing this where you can hear, where, with the recording now, I want you then to look at each column. You have four columns there. You wrote down three things that you want, three things that you want to experience, three unique skills or traits, and three things you can improve. Now you have to pick one from each column. You have to pick the one that feels like it's the I'm, it, this is going to be the woo-woo part. Think about it. Um, let See what resonates. See what feels sticky to you. Something that um, really pops out when you look at that list of the threes, all the different threes that you have there. And you need to identify one. So it's funny because I had picked, I went back to my one out of life was financial security. I went back and looked at the three things that I would like to experience. And I said, harmony boy, talk about picking something way out there. Uh, what I would like to do that's unique, I picked, use that ability that I have to put things together that I called it my gestalt or my meta brain. And then the, the thing that I chose to improve, uh, ironically, was to improve my self-discipline because I felt like that was one I could do really with a lot of rigor. So now you've identified one, two, you've identified the top one in each of those four columns. Now what you need to do, and this is the fun part, now you're going to get your personal mission statement. So this is a bit like Mad Libs, and you'll need to write this as a sentence, and the sentence goes like this. I will, and you insert the improvement, that's column four. Using my, insert the skill and trait, that's column three. So you're going backwards now. To accomplish, and that's your future goal, so I can achieve, and that's column one, That um, that want that you wanted most. 
So you're reverse engineering those columns to write this sentence. And I'll give you the example that was from mine when I did it. Again, this was a while ago, but I said, I will restore self-discipline using my meta skills to accomplish harmony and in so doing, achieve financial security. So there you go. In putting those things together, you, you've written out for yourself a personal mission statement. So let me write, let me just say it one more time because this it's when you're looking at it here, it might not have the same. And I did put the, I forgot the and in so doing also. So that's really important. I will restore my self-discipline using my meta skills to accomplish harmony. And here's the transition. And in so doing, I can achieve financial security. So that's how now, now, now you have this mission statement. This is like the beginning of branding because you really need to know what it is you want to accomplish before you start putting yourself out there, right? Well, you don't have to, but it's going to be a lot more efficient and you're going to do a much better job of getting what you want. So this now should set your intention or your priorities or your clarity, however it makes sense and resonates in your brain and whatever you need to hear for this to make sense to you. But and when you get that statement, put it on a post-it note, put on a piece of paper, whatever, put it up and then you can revise it if you need to, or you can tweak it or whatever you need to do. It may feel a little um, too hard. So you're going to need to revise it or break it down into steps. Feel free to share it. And you can do this process as often as you'd like. It's interesting that I did this. I think I did this in October. And so here we are six months later, completely different world. Although I have to say, it doesn't feel that far off from what I'd like to have happen now. I do need to post it and I need to remind myself now that I'm living in this weird artificial world that I'm in, living in a weird house. Not Well, our house is a little bit weird, but it's not that weird. Living in a different house without my usual stuff. Um, so yeah, I need to be aware of it. I need to tune into it. And then this is a process you can share with others. So you could do this with your young people. You could do this with your partner. You can do this with somebody who's having to work a lot right now and then give them a glass of wine first and help them settle in and think about what it is they want and if they're doing what they want. This is absolutely a shareable process and you can revisit it a lot. And then what we'll do is use this as you start to think about who you are and what you want. We'll, I'll come back next Monday with the next part of the personal brand and the things to think about prior to this, because I'm still going to go, I'm still pre, like this is before you get on LinkedIn, right? I'm still helping you clarify who you are and what you want. So then when you put that energy out there, you're more likely to get it. You, it's really important to set those intentions and be clear about what you want. So you can then take that out to the world and, and ideally get it back and put that out in the universe. Woo, 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 woo. Okay, so what you, your assignment for this week is to think about what matters most to you. Truly, what matters most to you? And that is really around your values. So what are the things that make you who you are in terms of those core values? For me, one of mine is all about authenticity. It's just a core value of mine because if I try to do anything else, I screw up. If I'm not being truthful and honest and own my mistakes, I'll make way more of them. So my authenticity is everything to me. That is just one of my core values. Uh, and I try to express it. I try to live it and I try to um, stand by it in everything that I do. So, but there's also things that we have that are important to us that we don't express. 
but we feel like we should be, but we aren't doing it for some reason. So it's a good time this week to take some notes, be introspective, take a walk with your mask on or off, make sure you keep your social distance, but think about those things and we'll come back to that on Monday as we dig in. And this is all to get us to a place ultimately, hopefully, where you have almost your own brand message and then you'll start to manifest that across LinkedIn and in other ways you are visible socially in a world where social media suddenly, oh my God, has become so important. I can't believe it. But it's for extroverts like me, it's like all we have other than yelling outside the window. There's very little ways for us to get attention from the world when we're extroverts unless it's through social media. So being purposeful and intentional in how you put together your message and who you are is really vital. I am going to stop and see if there are any questions because we might have some. Anyone on the line? You know, I could edit this out, right? <laughs> Anybody would like that's, to talk? That's Cello. He's here. <laughs> hey, Chris, Cello the dog. Woof, woof. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so Cello's working on his personal brand. So here's the deal. Tomorrow we will have Shauna Asperon to talk about the small business loans, being a gig worker, also having a small business, how you can get your hands on some of that money. I hope, fingers crossed, she's going to have some good news for us because this might be a better way to get uh, financial help for those of us in a, that are, work as gig workers or have our own companies better than the stimulus and better than. Um, borrowing or not borrowing but using our 401k because we hate to go we hate to touch the nut right everybody hates to touch the nut that's the single nut so that's tomorrow at 1 p.m and i want to thank everybody so much for coming today go work on your four columns and uh, if you want to send me an email let me know what you come up with because i love hearing these mission statements when they get produced thank you everyone i'll see you tomorrow <laughs>